2: Oh Turtle Time, oh Turtle Time We're so happy to watch Bravo shows With our little Turtle Cuties and Villa Rosa VIPs We love you all and wish you happy holidays this time of year Thank Thank you you for for being with with us for Turtle Turtle Time Time. Amy! (laughs) Riley! Riley! It's the it's Christmas week. It is. Well, right? The week before. Yes. Within the seven days of before Christmas that everybody loves. It's
1: the final stretch.
2: It's the, it's the days that are included in the partridge in the pear tree song. That's true. Right? Yeah. Because it goes, isn't it like- Is that on 12 the, days? Uh, yeah. On the 12th yeah. day of Christmas, my true love gave to- We're in that. We're, you have to say we're definitely in that. <laughs> well within. Well within. I mean, tomorrow- when this comes out, it'll be December 20th, five days Your to birthday. Christmas. My birthday. A uh, special drop. A special drop. Uh, for all those who want to celebrate my birthday, I'm going to the Alamo Draft House, and we're seeing poor things.
1: Yeah, I can't go, though. It's I, sad.
2: I know. I, it's so sad, <laughs> but you're going on a trip, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to the Madonna Inn. Uh, do you have high hopes for poor things?
2: I really do, you actually. Do. I'm trying to keep my expectations low. I love your Lanthimos. mm mm-hmm. Um, and I have some people I really trust have said it's a masterpiece 10 out of 10. Okay. And I don't traditionally like like the fantasy vibe of it. Like I saw only one trailer and I was like, I don't know if this is fully my thing. I like his more like real gritty, like the favorite grounded, Uh like still, still surreal and weird, but in the real world, but I'm ready to just, I have, my expectations are high, but I'm also (laughs) like. Um, I yeah. trust this man, yeah. Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah. So we'll see. Cool. But I think no matter what, it's going to be an interesting movie and thought-provoking.
1: Sure. Yeah. It looks like a lot.
2: It looks like a lot. And I don't even want to... like. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to watch a trailer again. And I, I feel like it'll be divisive. I can imagine someone yeah. go, seeing that movie and they're like, I just do not like this <laughs> stuff that's going on. Right. Um, yeah.
1: Emma yeah. Stone really looks like she... Put it all in.
2: Yeah. She was so good in The Favorite. I mean, she's good a lot, yeah. all the time. But I think her and, I think his name is Yorgos, have a good
1: mm-hmm. Working
2: relationship. Yeah. And you promised, because you can't go to my birthday, that you would FaceTime me the entire time, right? <laughs> I'd love to. Two? It'll only be two and a half hours, and I was going to bring my charger for my phone, <laughs> just in case.
1: Draft House might sucker punch you for that.
2: Yeah. I'm going to try to have to do something about the blue, like, glowing light <laughs> while you're... Did you want to see me watch the movie, or did you want to just watch the movie? <laughs> yeah, on Yeah, I want to see your face. Just me, me <laughs> reacting to it. Yeah. <gasps> um, <laughs> good. So this is, you know, I mean, we, I really want to just stop and think that we are the closest to Christmas you can ever be, besides it being, you know, Christmas Eve. Like this is it's really true. it.
1: Yeah, unless you join uh, our Patreon, in which case there is an episode dropping on Christmas Day
2: who I'm glad you said something, because I am usually too embarrassed to talk about our Patreon, but if you pay Amy and I money, there is a special Christmas-themed episode that really feels like Amy and I wrapped a gigantic, huge present and put it under your tree that you can it's open true. on Christmas Day. It's good. That episode? I'll say it. Yeah, the New Year's Eve one was kind of dog shit, <laughs> but the Christmas one is very good. No, they were both They were both, they were both good. They were both good. Yeah. We were, yeah. Um,
1: um, okay, well... You have been doing some holiday season Vanderpump bar hopping.
2: Yes. Yes, I have. And I'll, I just want to um, finally say it. I went to Schwartz and Sandy's for their pajama themed holiday party uh, last week. And then I went to Jax's Studio City for karaoke last night. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much closer <laughs> to happening than last night.
1: Did you wear pajamas to Schwartz and Sandys?
2: I didn't. Um, I was going to, I have these Christmas pajamas that Megan and I wear every year that we sort of look like little elves. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a onesie, striped Christmas onesie, but it is way too tight and form-fitting. <laughs> oh. So if I was going to be adhering to the theme, I just didn't want to look like a little um, kind of weirdo <laughs> uh-huh. that's like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just looking like a, in a tight weird onesie going to Schwartz and sandys um it would it would have called too much attention to myself and i would yeah. have known i would have been embarrassed the entire night so we just kind of dressed like shit okay you know casual sh- <laughs> you know shit clothes yeah. um but the reason why we went was because i thought that there would be it was one to see you know sandoval's re-emergence into Schwartz and Sandy's life because he was almost, like, banished, you know, by, like, Greg forever. And then also it was advertised like it was going to be, like, a holiday party with a lot of special guests. Like, I thought Schwartz was going to be there. I thought Jax would show up. I thought anybody who would like show their face around sandoval and schwartz would come you yeah. know so i thought and i thought the theme would be more impactful and this would be like like there'd be like it said there was gonna be like games and a bunch of stuff so anyway <laughs> it was just touted so highly um but we went and there were no special guests no one except sandoval and greg were there the entire time not even kyle chan kyle oh sorry oh oh i, I <laughs> oh my, what what the hell am i thinking no yeah Kyle Chan was there. I mean, that's the biggest reason to go. Kyle Chan was there, and that was amazing. And uh, he walked right by me, and it felt like it was someone I knew. So I go, Kyle Chan, and he he uh, tipped his glass <laughs> to me. I felt like I really knew him.
1: You should have asked for a jewelry discount.
2: I know I should have. That would that's the first thing I should have asked for. But did really, you
1: also say that Tara Reid was there?
2: Tara Reid was there too. Yeah. So okay, so when I saw special guests, I thought they'd be more for people who love you know Vanderpump Rules, and yeah. that realm. But maybe Sandoval thought Tara Reed is yeah. like a big special guest. It was
1: for world's toughest test special guest.
2: Yes. Um, and, and I'll just say, like, I guess, because of the expectations in the flyer, I thought so much more would happen. But not a lot of people adhered to the theme. I mean, me included. And there weren't really games. And it wasn't very celebratory or even like holiday at all. Like the DJ wasn't playing like Christmas music. It wasn't cozy or sweet. They had like just two special christmas cocktails mm-hmm. uh, on the menu but it was mainly just sandoval sort of <laughs> going around the room and sort of dancing well he he you know he was dancing yeah. a lot of time he was going around the tables taking photos but the energy felt a little off because mm. i think everyone is self-conscious still about like getting photos with sandoval even though they clearly want them and yeah. even though they're there it just felt like we all like the, the energy was just wrong there because we're all there with only Sandoval around <laughs> us at his bar yeah. and no one else. Like if Schwartz's energy would have been a good contrast because people are, give Schwartz more of the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. He also has the more cheery spirit. Like he would have, I think, gotten into the theme more. But uh, Sandoval um, is the opposite. I yeah. mean, you know, he d- he does not embody Christmas cheer at all, you know. And he has like sort of a dark cloud hanging over right. him. So it was just it was that energy. It was all we could latch on to.
1: Schwartz was in Mexico.
2: Schwartz was in Mexico, which that wasn't told to anyone, you know, <laughs> which I'm like, it's like they didn't, he didn't have to come, but it, you, it's kind of false advertising a little yeah. bit to advertise this as like a Schwartz and Sandy's night. And then one of the main only hosts. Sandy's there. Yeah. It was a little bit of a, what's that called? Bait and switch. Yeah. I thought, I thought, and um, yeah, so, it, but I loved being with the people that we were there with. Like the, we had it, we just treated it like at, at a certain point we were just like gave up on trying to have any merit to like the Vanderpump aspect and just drink a bunch of peronies yeah. and just have fun with our friends. Yeah. So as a bar night it was successful. Um they did get rid of all good beers that they have oh, no. now. So now because We've talked about this so many times, but because they, I guess you don't make money on beer and they want to sell people $20 cocktails or yeah. 15 to $20, they want people to only have shit beer options so you can't just chug <laughs> drinks. So the one good beer they had, um, Mama's Yellow Pills, yeah. is now off the menu. So I'm going yeah. to chug Peronies. Sucks. I, it
1: sucks. <laughs> what about Jax's Studio City? Do they have all the beers? No. Then they don't like, either?
2: I, I swear, Lisa Lisa, like, must have said every single day she walked into Sir... You can only have shit beers at a a place or else people will drink, you know, beer nonstop. Like, so you can only have Coors Light, Michelob Ultra, Peroni, and like one other dog shit beer. So they're all adhering to the Lisa maximize profit mantra. Even though Schwartz and Sandoval, Schwartz is such a beer guy, like craft beer, you know, like he... I don't think that they would have ever envisioned that their bar would not have a good selection of beers. Yeah. It's
1: like the most. Nothing on tap. No,
2: no. So it, that was a flop. But then Jax's studio city was um, not very crowded. Cause it like last minute. Jack said, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm ripping over there and I'm going to do karaoke. So it was just Jax kind of hanging around with like, 20 people Wow! and he was really um he was doing the work around the bar like he was putting out the blankets and the pillows and he was like um he was like this is my favorite part of uh, owning a bar is gussying up this <laughs> this area and me and my friend Spencer go Jax can we help you with anything and he goes no I love doing this stuff this is the best
1: <laughs> they have pa-. blankets there
2: yeah they had little blankets he goes in case people get cold I want them to bundle up out here <laughs> um and he was being really sweet he okay. was really enjoying the uh people that were there uh around him yeah on a monday night at karaoke but it was pretty um dead i mean Mm -hmm. on a monday night and i don't think people are used to knowing what the the rhythms are of jackson studio city when it's open and also most 99 percent of people want to go there when Jax is there
1: right yeah i'm still very curious about what his actual stake in the restaurant is
2: i think it's like i think it's like i mean i i I don't want to guess but i think it's a you know a fairly low percentage but they are you know, capitalizing on his name. So, like, yeah. I don't know how I, I, don't, I don't know how much ownership, but I, I think maybe like a small amount, right? But they like can utilize his name. I, I really don't know. Yeah, I'd be really interested because it was just a turnkey property, mm-hmm. you know. Like he just put his name on a bar, right? And put like "Rotten Hell" on in neon lights in there, <laughs> right?
1: Rout in Hell." Yeah,
2: but it is. It that was fun. I mean, that was more fun um, than the Schwartz and Sandys night. Uh, I don't really know why <laughs> just just because of the fun of a bar and yeah you know um I, and i think uh max was there Jax is you know the guy from season eight. Oh, oh <laughs> uh-huh
1: yeah is he the manager
2: i don't know i think he just really loves to hang out with jacks okay he, D- didn't a- he hate him yeah and jacks used to hate him and they didn't like each other at all but now i think they're good huh. friends all Right. so yeah i mean it wasn't very neither one was very notable and there wasn't a lot of vanderpump rules like related shit that happened it was just like we just went to the bar and had a normal bar night, and right. Jax was just running around, and the other and Sandoval was running around at his, yeah. you know. But they didn't really have a lot of like fun moments, right? You haven't been to Jax Studio City yet. I have not. Oh, we, we have to go.
1: Yeah, uh, we were supposed to see Ariana do a book event last week, but she got COVID, and uh, so I wonder if we'll get to do that at another time. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, on the Vanderpump front, we did see that a. Uh, I think it was on, like, Comments by Bravo or something like that. Uh They asked Sheena about when she kissed Schwartz in Vegas. You know, that was revealed in the trailer. And she said, I didn't, dot, dot, dot.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, so she went from... First, it's like this came out in the trailer. Schwartz said, me and Sheena made out in Vegas, right? And then Sheena, at one point, like, when people were... Or I think was it Danny Pellegrino said she, yeah. how the hell have you been keeping this in that you kiss Schwartz or whatever? And she goes, things are not as they appear. Yeah. Or she goes, she said, I will take that. I thought we were going to take this to the grave, mm-hmm. but things are not as they appear dot, dot, dot. Stay tuned. <laughs> so then she's already sort of trying to lessen the impact. Like there's more to this story. But right. Then the final thing, which, what was she responding to? And she said, I didn't,
1: uh, someone asked her like wait when was this or whatever like they said like when did you make out with schwartz in vegas i think it was uh uh and she said yeah someone says i'm just curious as to why you kissed schwartz in vegas and she says i didn't does that mean that he kissed her like i don't know
2: oh right so she could be is that semantics
1: i guess it's already the, annoying.
2: Yeah, you're right. I feel like this um I feel like they they teased something really big that that became the most like like the number one thing people wanted to talk about for about the season and it's probably going to end up being nothing or have so many caveats. Oh. Um Santa?
1: <laughs> Santa's at the door. We heard what it is.
2: We heard a, a knock from <laughs> I think Santa. Um
1: Hopefully it's something fun. Yeah. Um yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm just like
2: I I mean, what, I guess, I mean, like, it's hard to speculate because, like, I have no idea, but, like, I mean, what could it be that isn't what Schwartz said? Like, Schwartz said, I kissed Sheena in Vegas or made out? He said made out. He goes, I was a make out, uh, I used to make out at the time. I made out with Sheena in Vegas. Right. What? Do you think it's that thing that we were talking about on Patreon where when Schwartz is drunk, Jax just turns (laughs) Schwartz's head around to any open mouth and makes him, was forcing him to make out with people and Sheena just might have had her mouth and tongue (laughs) open on accident? I
1: literally cannot even picture it.
2: No, them kissing? Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. I, I almost think you'd be too shocking if we ever saw that like if you and I like were went to Jackson Studio City on an off night and Schwartz was there with Sheena and we saw them pulling a Raquel and Sandal <laughs> in the corner kissing yeah. I'd be like I mean sick you think it's sick sick I think it's hot ew <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm remember just kidding.
1: Schwartz kissing Rachel how gross it was
2: that was that that was sickening for some reason <laughs> I think um not sickening because of them it was just such a um it was just such an uncomfortable kiss. Yeah. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it's just, it wouldn't be fun to see Sheena and Schwartz do that. But it sounds like that's not the case. And I feel like our news is sort of just <laughs> lackluster. Like, this didn't happen. Nothing happened at Jax's.
1: I feel like nothing's really going down right now. I
2: think it's Christmas time. Yeah. And people just want to focus on stuffing their stockings, <laughs> wrapping presents, going to Disneyland. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, it's not the time for horrible news. Right.
1: Um yeah, I don't know, should we just jump right into what happened on camera, not in the real world?
2: Oh, switch from real world news to
1: The Southern Charm Challenge?
2: Yeah, do you want to? Is that too <laughs> I mean I oh, I feel so bad for a little Turtle Cutie's on They're not going to listen to this on Christmas, right?
1: No, they're going to listen to it five days before.
2: Okay, all right. So there's not a lot of pressure, but just know, you know, Amy and I, we there's just not that much news. Is that okay?
1: I think it's okay. We'll get into the get down to brass tacks.
2: Last week we talked about news for like an hour, (laughs) so maybe just take some of that talk and remember that talk and put it in here yeah we went overboard last week right (laughs) now (laughs) now we're running on fumes but it's christmas week so let's just talk about these wonderful shows that we watched yeah right
1: jamaican me crazy what was it called
2: this one was called uh jamaica blues (laughs) and jt snooze the jt snooze (laughs) no it was called choppy
0: waters
1: Hmm. because i mean they went on a boat i guess but nothing really bad happened on the boat.
2: No. I yeah. I mean the choppiness signifies, you know, conflict, but it didn't happen on the boat. But Captain
1: guess, Sardine would never
2: Yeah, he seemed very <laughs> um what's that, seaworthy? <laughs> yeah. Right? He had good sea legs. Shep loved him. Yeah, he had good sea legs. Okay, so we're going into Southern Charm. There's nothing. we There's nothing else. I mean I mean, we yeah, we already said that Santa Claus just delivered a bunch of gifts
1: we're a little early since we're recording early this week not so much time has passed since we talked before
2: that's true nothing yeah <laughs> nothing has happened well also we should just say that we're gonna do a special episode this week for Winterhouse. Yeah. i think we should just say it yeah so this episode is going to come out on a wednesday which everyone is going to be stunned like our little tur- <laughs> oh i met a little turtle cutie at jackson <gasps> studio you city did? yes a little turtle cutie um Popped her little head out of her shell and said, I'm a little turtle cutie. I just wanted to say hi. Cute. And I said, thank you so much. And then um, we all wanted to take a photo of ourselves. And Megan goes, I'm going to ask that little turtle cutie to take a photo of us because she'll be competent and talented yeah. and good at things. Yeah. And
1: and she, she was.
2: She took one of the best photos I've ever <laughs> had of of a group. The, it, she captured all of the beautiful lights of Jackson uh, Studio City. Our Sorry, listeners just, are the best. Our listeners, we don't have one <laughs> stinker.
1: No. Right? I mean we did uh we were questioning uh if we have any insurrectionist little turtle cuties and that's still TBD.
2: Right, we are going to do a little bit of a filtering on Patreon <laughs> just to find out if anybody participated in January 6th. I think it goes without saying that we should also ask that same question on the main feed episode. Comment below. Comment below. <laughs> Whichever comment, a section you want, you feel most comfortable, YouTube, Instagram, just let us know if you participated in January 6th just because we're doing an internal poll about- an Inventory. Inventory. just <laughs> It's the time of year where we want to assess and take stock of things. So if you participate participated in the insurrection on january 6th we're just trying to do a <laughs> quick little poll just to get a kind of a read on where our audience where is where we're at <laughs> and maybe, also
1: yeah maybe you can let us know work it cleverly into a review right okay oh, oh. <laughs> so how <have> about <laughs>
2: Oh, that would be great. Write a really long... I think I got this. Write a really long comment that it's involved and ta- talks a lot about other stuff, attributes that you liked about our episode, but then include something you really liked about January specifically. Make a hint to January being an amazing month, and then we'll get the sense of who um, was an active uh, insurrectionist. Yeah. Also, this helps because Amy and I want to make sure that we are not uh, a- alienating any members of our audience, so it's very good to know... <laughs> Right? Be this... Like
1: I love um Amy and Riley's quips as I'm climbing the scaffolding at the capitol.
2: I think yeah I do like that and that <laughs> that, that that makes it very apparent but I think that there are more coded ways they could say it like something like more subtle. So, something like the first week of January post uh Christmas, the first week of January is really an amazing time. Something just just revolutionary. <laughs> that's good. That's peppering. Yeah, that's less subtle than mine, but um still abstract enough. So anyway, anyway. This is just the time of year where we really want to get a sense of where our fans <laughs> lie, and so that would be really helpful. But okay, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be I'm glad we covered that. I'm glad I also ended my horrible Jax's <laughs> Studio City story on a nice beautiful celebratory moment yes. right <laughs> okay.
1: yeah wasn't that um drama with it was vicky and who else where she was like pissed at her Ted, she's like you asked where i was on january
2: 6th it was the meeting of the minds <laughs> panel where um, <laughs> right. andy says you know i want you to to you know settle your grievances and Vicky said, why would you question where I was in January 6th? I was at, point, uh, where did she go? Point <laughs> Port- of Vi- Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. At andalays Do- andalays doing a beer bong upside down <laughs> on January 6th.
1: Yeah, she's like, I always go in January.
2: Yeah, she wasn't anywhere near uh, the Capitol. I only
1: know of one housewife that was at January 6th. Kelly Dodd? Um, Siggy Flicker. Oh, cig- soggy, soggy Flicker. Soggy wow. um, uh, well, And then TBD, maybe Rosie from new jersey as well she i think her and rosie? um uh what's her name what's teresa's cousin's name
2: um kathy kathy Wachilli. what's her husband's name richie
1: wakili was i it think G- richie and um and uh rosie are birds of a feather
2: what R- was richie uh, <laughs> at and I don't know
1: if they flew out, but I think he's going, they Nancy. would consider it. Oh, they, they were
2: considering? How would Richie? I, I forget how Richie is. Nancy! How did Richie hey. talk? Hey. No, no, no. I was trying to be more nuanced than that. I, I, if I did a good Richie, that would have been the perfect opportunity yeah. to do an impression of him saying Nancy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, oh, man. You just brought a lot of stuff to mind. Okay. okay so, Rosie was at January 6th. I know a couple uh, alt-comedy people were at, who were oh, at January right. 6th
1: uh what's his name from mr show
2: yep uh that guy um johnston something yeah yeah well i don't know maybe we shouldn't say because maybe that wasn't him (laughs) no it was oh it was okay
1: i think he's on like the fbi list he is yeah
2: oh my god i just saw him walking outside your place (laughs) no
1: way yeah with john c riley
2: oh my god (laughs) should i report him to the fbi yeah. Um, and then it, you saying Rosie, I just got the flash of Rosie um, behind the curtain when Teresa's talking about, or who's talking about her, their mother? Teresa. Oh, She's like, yeah. I'm getting so steamed back here. I'm so pissed. She starts like, remember, she gets really pissed Man, behind the curtain. I loved her. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I loved Richie and Kathy. I yeah. didn't know that they were in the Capitol building on uh, <laughs> Insurrection Day.
1: Yeah. I. They did some posts that were questionable,
2: but, All right. you know. Well, well, we won't, don't have to think about that until another year. It's true. When this all happens again. That's right. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Back to, or not back to- Choppy let's, Waters. Let's Speaking of Choppy Waters, let's talk about this episode of Southern Charm. So I have to ask just up front, did you enjoy this episode?
1: <laughs> I did. I mean, it truly continued on from uh, last week, but people- Fucked up this week.
2: Yeah, this episode um, was what happens when you are so drunk and you stay drinking for a really <laughs> long amount of time. It's just the fights that naturally happen when you're drunk as hell Yeah, and you're just around people and you start to get on each other's nerves or you yeah. start to get reckless with your words. Like they were all just like kind of like drunken Right. Fights. It's like
1: i don't know who i mean i guess craig planned it but to have a boat day all day long where you're in the sun and drinking for like eight hours and then to only have an hour before dinner and then everyone's supposed to just get dressed and go to dinner it's like maybe you guys should have just like chilled at night
2: yeah i mean it was good i guess for you know entertainment (laughs) purposes yeah it was good for that but yeah i mean they were all like you Imagine how tired and drunk they all were when they finally sit down to dinner.
1: (laughs) No. When they're up in that hotel room, everyone is like blotto. At Whitney's wonderful party. His presidential
2: suite party where only four of them showed up.
1: By the way, what is he doing there? If he's not going to participate in anything. I think
2: he, I I really think, I never thought Whitney did anything on the show. I thought he was the executive producer in name because he discovered them and he just gets a permanent credit. But I honestly think he actually does more things behind the scenes, like when he's on a trip. I think he's getting the presidential suite (laughs) so that he can actually host a party. Mm -hmm. I think he was getting all those drinks ready so that he could have the in-between so they can keep getting drunk in between the boat and the party. I think he did leak the page six news. (laughs) Um, Oh, by the way, Patricia followed me on TikTok.
1: Really? Yeah. Is she night. active on TikTok?
2: Yeah, she's starting to get active. <gasps> the the last video she did, she was visiting Michael in Sarasota, <gasps> and she was showing off his $52,000 van that he uses to get around with the um, access ramp. Yeah. She was just filming how Michael gets into his... Uh, van and it was fun she was being really sweet i love that yeah so i'm gonna say hi to her and i already yeah you should
1: make a special post for that
2: i already messaged her and i asked if you and i can go to her house when we're in charleston (laughs) and eat that birthday cake that she has left over from the queen and king's birthday (laughs) yes she said yes
1: (laughs) i'm on my way delta.com
2: when do you want to go
1: anytime anytime she's ready
2: okay January, how about we, I was just going to say, how about we make January 6th? It has such a stigma now. Yeah. Those one, six, January 6th. (laughs) What if people found out that was the day that you and I (laughs) ate, um, the cake from the eighties that Patricia has (laughs) in her freezer from the Royal wedding?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it would change everything.
2: That would be so impactful. Um, so. I'm going to rewrite her back and just say we want to come January 6th if she's not doing anything.
1: Okay. I hope she's not. (laughs) 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 She's like, tonight we ride. (laughs)
2: <laughs> she yeah, goes, was like, <laughs> i'm actually busy that day <laughs>
1: she's like i have plans <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right well patricia thank you so much for following me on tiktok i promise i won't abuse the messaging system there i will only <laughs> ask for one favor and you know what that's gonna be okay so are we ready to get into the specifics of it sure okay so what the hell happened Uh, well
1: so it's like Shep and Craig have just gotten into that fight and it takes over right from there and then Olivia like pulls up her chair next to Taylor and they're you know Taylor is basically like you have to fucking forgive me like I can't deal with this anymore she's like I made a mistake and I lied about it um she uh you know and Olivia's like I don't understand the decisions you keep making. Like, right. I don't know how to be your friend anymore. Like, she, they cannot get on the same page. Uh, Olivia leaves and sobs on the bus alone.
2: Yeah, yeah. And also, two little things about this thing. So, first of all, Taylor starts to say in this episode, she's like, um, she's like, uh, I like friends who forgive. Right. I'm a forgiving person, and I think forgiveness is so beautiful, so my friends need to forgive me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's nice, obviously, yeah. when eventually— But
1: but you don't get to be the one that decides you that. Say, yeah,
2: and also Olivia could forgive you at some point, yeah. but she's just still reeling from this thing. And also, I think it's sort of um, underrated that—or that, that this aspect is not discussed enough that, that Taylor just used Austin again as yeah. a jealousy ploy right. to Shep— and Olivia just found that out like yeah. the night before. It's like not only you're like doubling down on this behavior. Yeah, you're saying, "Hey, uh, guess what? I might go fuck Austin if your uh, limp dick doesn't work for me to fuck." Yeah, right. So it's yeah. like, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, merit, uh, you know, uh, merited, that's not a word, but isn't it, doesn't it have merit that Olivia is still reeling from new details that are yes. coming out and is not ready to forgive Taylor?
1: Yeah, because she hasn't learned her lesson. She's Ta- still playing games.
2: Taylor's getting indignant about it. She's yeah. like, okay, I'm done apologizing. So just, you know, forgive me or not. I'm out of yeah. here. Yeah, And she also uh, is saying that Olivia is verbally abusing her. <laughs> yeah, she can't take it. Verbal abuse, she's saying from yeah. Olivia, because Olivia is saying, um, like, you're a bad friend to me and I'm starting yeah. to resent you.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why I'm like this whole thing of like JT being obsessed with Taylor. Like it continues again and again where he's mm-hmm. just complimenting her left and right. He keeps making jokes like, "Uh, she has a fly. Everyone. Did you know? Like, yeah. and then when she does like a flip or something, he's like, that was incredible. Like yeah. he's so obsessed. And I'm like, your girl fucked over her friend. Like all you do is talk shit about Austin and like, Mostly Austin, yeah. but like the men's behavior, right. and I'm like, she did the same fucking thing.
2: Yeah, he keeps talking about how Austin betrayed Shep, and Shep needs to get more mad, and then he's the one defending Taylor against <laughs> everything she's done with Olivia. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's so a, like I didn't she's even, not like a damsel. Do you, yeah? Do you think JT's um uh, strong affection for Taylor is uh, authentic?
1: Definitely performative. I feel like maybe there's something there. Maybe he like.
2: I mean, does he really feel like like she's like the perfect uh, (laughs) Like maybe he has a
1: crush on her, but it's a little much.
2: I think so too. I think it's like, I think it's bordering on this is the thing I'm going to do this season. I'm going to be like, pretend that I'm obsessed with Taylor.
1: I did love, it's a little ahead, but, um, Madison's, uh, impression of him oh it was yeah. very funny oh that was so great um but yeah so there's drama they leave dinner uh craig and austin are trying to choose which bus to get on because there's chaos on both uh shep pops into the bus where olivia and vanita are i think madison's on there too and he's like blackout he's like what the hell just happened he's like i was just trying to tell her like all you have to do is say you're sorry. And he wasn't very clear. It sounded like he was saying, yeah, Olivia should apologize to Taylor and Vanita gets all pissed and is like why the hell would she apologize to her and he's like are you insane that's not what I was saying I said the opposite and then she's like don't talk to me like that I'm not insane you can talk to everyone else like that but not me and then Madison is like get the fuck off the bus
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah he was really like thrown out of there and he
1: just leaves and then immediately hugs Craig who he had just been like screaming at um and craig's like you know what we're checks and balances sometimes you gotta check me and i gotta balance you
2: <laughs> yeah no I, I mean i i like that i just like that their fights can just they're over in a blip sometimes they were just like hugging austin's I like i love you both ships like thank you so much for saying that like they just like got over it in two seconds
1: yeah and then taylor's like belligerent on her bus yes um austin apologizes to livia on the bus um and then uh i think uh like, Taylor is, like, kind of talking shit about that, like, Aust- she was saying, Olivia always forgives Austin, but not me, and, like, she's watching movies bra at his house, but, like, I'm the devil or whatever, yeah. and Shep is, like, lest you forget, he basically is, like, her brother just fucking died, I know. and, like, Austin understands that, so that's probably why they were hanging out, Um, and she's she was like i know i know i know yeah
2: but it is really like all of these scenes it's like everyone is forgetting that olivia just dealt with this like horrible tragedy a month ago yeah. or two months ago like no one is factoring that at all in to <laughs> any of the feelings she has about any of these things that are going on
1: right yeah um yeah because it's like it's also like whatever she's allowed to like reassess where she stands with austin at all times like that's how exes are
2: right yeah yeah and also like like that's how
1: taylor is with shep
2: yeah yeah no totally yeah i think i think that the reminders to everyone on the cast that this happened to olivia are needed you know to understand a little bit of the emotional state that she's in as she's going through all these things yeah also it must be hard for her that she lost a friend a good friend all the trust from a friend when she needed a good friend like that on the cast the most. Yeah. Also, I, I forget if that's, it, this is around that. Oh, this, this might've been earlier, but I think it's, we can talk about it now is that Olivia said, when you got the news, is it, is this, is this around this time when yeah. Olivia says to Taylor, she goes, when you got the news um, that page six came out where I'm going to be, you know, thinking about this again, you immediately go and went on Austin's trip, right? Did, did she?
1: Yeah, I think she said something like, "If oh. it was the other way around, I would have come and found you." Yeah, I would. You know? I would
2: have talked to you about it. But but Taylor just like left her in the lurch with that after yeah. like didn't want to be around her instead of like consoling her and wanting yeah. to talk to her about it. Like Taylor's behavior about it, she's just doing everything wrong. She's like she's withdrawing. She just wants to be forgiven. She's just um, what's that? Checking out. She's like no one can speak to me. I'm <laughs> I'm done talking about this. Like yeah. everything she's doing is like she's just handling it so poorly. She's a flop. Yeah
1: um yeah. so this is where madison does jt cosplay i guess his clothes are on the bus so she wears his two-piece set and his hat and his sunglasses and she's just her impression of him is just like i respect women be a gentleman guys yeah. Yeah. and i'm like i love that everyone agrees that it's like tired that he keeps saying that right. shit and over and over just again like the
2: five things that he says over and over again yeah
1: and then they're like if you're talking to shep uh like if Craig pretend to be Shep, you have to, uh, shake your leg then. And then they do a montage of Shep's leg shaking.
2: Yeah. And Craig's <laughs> going, here's my impression of Shep. He's like, he's like, we're okay. We're good. So we're good. We're good. And then when they go, they cut to the bus. Shep is doing that exact thing that Craig is saying. He's like, I'm good. Yeah. Are you good? Like it, it was a great impression. Yeah.
1: It was really funny. Um, and then it basically cuts the next morning, uh, goes through everyone's morning, whatever they're doing. And then, uh, I guess the most important thing is uh, first Craig and Paige are on a FaceTime and he said he was filling her in on the drama and he's he said he got into it with Shep and she's like about what and he was like he was like where the fuck is Paige why isn't she here we never she never comes to our shit and Paige is like I went to his lame pheasant dinner I know
2: (laughs) I I thought that was um harsh
1: yeah I was like damn I thought that pheasant dinner was okay (laughs) right well then they of course cut to the clip of them being like their bones right. like crunching all, like, in this through that pheasant and crunching. Yeah. yeah and then it cuts to uh they're like going to the beach and shep of course meets girls immediately on the beach that are from charleston right which i'm like that must happen to him every single place he goes
2: you think so yes. like they, what the people are always from charleston wherever he goes <laughs> he'll find them yeah. yeah i guess yeah that was sweet <laughs> i liked seeing him interact with people from charleston
1: yeah um there was a girl at BravoCon that We were in line with at the airport like before we even got there um who was from charleston and she was like oh yeah we see them like all the time wow i (laughs) I
0: mean
2: january 6th i can't wait yeah exactly
1: um so yeah whitney's down at the beach and he's planning to stay there all day he says he has work to do
2: yeah he's working on the beach right
1: I guess. And I'm
2: not sure what he should. Um, I guess he couldn't if he's working for the show, like as a producer, he can't explain to them what he's doing. But then I it it is. But do you
1: think he's like sitting with like a monitor and shit?
2: I think he is. I'm I'm this is my take my thoughts. I think he might be he might be organizing some of the things that they're they're doing on this trip as mm. a producer. Maybe he wanted to get more uh, in, in it. Uh, you know, in producing Southern Charm, we should
1: submit a question to the reunion.
2: Say, what was Whitney working on? Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Be like, but, what's his role? But I think it already happened.
1: Oh, it did.
2: The the Southern Charm yeah, I guess reunion that makes
1: sense. It did.
2: Um, I think so. Oh, I think I think they all went to New York already and had the reunion. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. What episode is this?
2: Uh, we're we're like very close to this. Is I think episode thirteen. I think yeah. we're like three episodes wow. away from from reunions That's so they crazy. usually do them like a month before
1: yeah that makes sense
2: um when when uh so austin's talking to whitney right at the at the beach mm-hmm. down there and i i think it's interesting that austin finally like uh, says that jt and rod's like alliance <laughs> against the the bad boys when he's like i forget what he says exactly but it's like um they're all playing this like lame game you know against <laughs> us but none of the women here like them so maybe yeah. we should take a page out of our <laughs> books because
1: be a man Yeah, he's like, they call us the bad guys, but we got the girls.
2: Right. So he's (laughs) kind of, he's saying what, you know, we've sort of been saying about how Rod and JT, like, um, they cast Rod and JT to sort of be the counter to, you know, the main cast in, like, terms of, like, Southern gentlemen. But none of these, uh, the other cast members are attracted to them at all. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, Taylor says that later. She goes, I wish that I was attracted to JT, but... I like bad boys.
2: She says it's true. She she says about she says it about all women, like not just yeah. her. She yeah, says, she's
1: like women like to get treated like shit. Women like bad boys. And I'm like, well, not if you go to therapy.
2: Yeah, sweetie. I know. I, yeah, I thought that was. Um, I was gonna <laughs> ask you. It's like it like. Well, I don't know why she said that as a generalization. Like that's everyone, right? right?
1: I mean. There's a difference between bad boys and then, like, performative gentlemen. Like, there's, like, somewhere in between just, like, a normal man.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> that you don't have to be the Rod and JT level Yeah, like, they're, like, chivalrous. squares. Yeah, right. But, but I, I do think, well, we've said this before, but it's, like, it is sort of um, a knock against the casting of Rod and JT that they brought in two guys that have no sexual uh <laughs> chemistry with right. of them, like when they brought we said this i think last week but when they brought john pringle in it yeah. was like which one of these cast members is going to make love to john pringle at some point because <laughs> yeah. i think he just had more of the that energy yeah so yeah i don't know it, it there's some merit to what austin is saying there even though it's really mean
1: yeah totally um also again i know you don't like to comment on people's appearances but i noticed before but i really noticed in this episode i just have to say Olivia's body is fucking banging really like she's like an athlete tell she's me about so it. fit she's just like muscular and like thin and like hot and Damn. tan Wow. so I was like oh Austin like actually you should be like trying to get that
2: when you saw her in <laughs> not just
1: because of how she looks but <laughs> when I was you like saw her, in her
2: bathing suit you're like Austin <laughs> um, reassess what, what the hell are you doing because um, I
1: noticed Madison last week but this week I was like Olivia
2: Damn! So you're really noticing um, the sexual attractiveness of
1: yeah, reassessing in every so beach situation.
2: Yeah. So I have to ask that. That's when they're like they're like on the swings and they're taking photos of each other and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just noticed how um, attractive. The, yeah.
1: They're... I f- like. I don't know. I could feel like because she's sort of like um, mild mannered and like I don't know, kind of quiet. Like yeah. I don't really like notice her very much. You don't much. Realize that
2: she has a banging bod.
1: But she like. I think she's very comfortable in beach wear. So she really flaunts it and shines in that style. Whereas Taylor, not as much, not like her body, but like just, she doesn't wow in her style.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, I have to ask. I said it. You said, you're saying, <laughs> I love, I think it's, I, I, I want to talk about like not commenting on attractiveness. I just think it's, it's not, Good if I would start to talk about how hot everyone is. Yeah, don't you? do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what if if I was just like, oh, Madison was so. You know what I mean? It's just like Madison. Madison.
1: I'll I'll do it. Good.
2: Thank you. I I love that you are comfortable with it, and I want you to always say when you feel that because I love hearing it. I just think for some reason from my vantage point, it's not fun. I don't think it's as endearing for me to comment on physical attractiveness. For sure. Um, I get it. Um, I want to ask one, sorry, one last thing about Olivia, because you brought up her body, which you uh, like, and you think it's attractive. (laughs) Are you starting to see the merit of Olivia? Is she more? Because for me, I'm like, I'm like, Nine out of ten on uh, okay. Olivia. No, I, in terms of a cast member, uh-huh. I think she's honest. Yeah. I think she doesn't like, she doesn't mind getting in a fight on camera. I think everything she says is true to how she's actually feeling. So she's like open. She's honest. I think she's funny when she needs to be funny. I think she's got a good chemistry with the other cast members. Like they yeah. want to be Olivia's friend. Um, I don't see the like um, – I, I see the charisma uh-huh. of, of – Olivia and the, st- yeah. the star power.
1: I think she needs to have a phase two. I don't think she's there yet. What's the phase two like, mean? Her personality still hasn't fully shown, I don't think. Because again, all they ever talk about is the situation. Like, she hasn't had much going on besides that.
2: So you so you need to see her in a different scenario that shows off more colors of her personality. Yeah, not she just, just never responding. talks
1: about anything else. Whereas, like, someone like Madison can talk about anything. She was... But she also doesn't have, like, a direct plot line right she, now.
2: She was endearing to me during the grieving of her brother, you know, just how sure. honest she was about that, too. But you're right. I guess we're only seeing... Her reaction to one thing for twelve episodes, for the most part. I mean, I see more. I I see more than that, but I get what you're saying. You just she needs to to talk about
1: Elvis more. I know. Uh, Turtle cuties continue to tag us every time you see that she has mentioned Elvis. It happens like
2: once a day. (laughs) I I, I I really. We have to get to the bottom, like Olivia. It's
1: mentioned. Is it her that says it about Whitney in this episode? So Madison says it first. Okay, uh,
2: which you know he was giving Elvis. Obviously, yeah. two cast members comment on it. So uh, they they when, said
1: that at the JT Speakeasy party too yes. about Whitney.
2: Whitney must, I think, want to dress like Elvis, and that is like catnip for Olivia. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what JT should do.
1: Dress like Elvis.
2: <laughs> that would be so cool. Then um, he'll get a girl. If he dressed like Elvis, do you think? Forget Taylor. There's gonna be someone in the world that's attracted to JT, right?
1: Yeah. He's fit. He's petite, but he's fit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think um I think JT will find love. Yeah. Okay, so I get what you're saying about Olivia entirely. I I think
1: she can get there. I'm just like
2: She's gotten there for me and I'm not just being a, like trying to like say, "Oh, I, you know, love everything," but I just think that I, this is a cast member I enjoy watching and yeah. she's become an integral part of the this group.
1: I certainly prefer her to Taylor.
2: Yeah. Taylor, um I I always think like if Taylor was better on camera and could like talk, you know, and like articulate herself and was like witty and boisterous, how much different we'd all be thinking about her post yeah. the Austin kiss. Cause if she was able to like bring it like, you know, like Monica in Salt Lake city, like yeah. where you found her personable yeah. and you got into the mindset, but she's just, she's not yeah. uh, popping on it camera sucks to be
1: both like kind of diabolical but not charismatic. It's
2: it's like, um yes, exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to articulate. It was like when Rachel Levis yes. got on the reunion um and we were like, this is going to be so good. <laughs> Rachel's finally coming out. They're going to go you know, nuts. And we're finally going to get her version. And she could barely articulate yeah. one thing that she was saying. It was like, wait. That was worse than if yeah. she hadn't come on. Yeah. It, was, it like, was
1: like her bad girl phase, like in the Vegas episodes where she makes out with Oliver. She's like, was trying to be like, you guys haven't seen nothing yet. Like you, I'm in my hoe phase. And it was just like so boring and weird. Everyone was like, what are you doing? Yeah.
2: It's like, it's like you can't, <laughs> uh, even when they're doing horrible shit, um, I guess they, they can't justify any horrible behavior where if someone yeah. can, you know, they're, yeah. they're more. Yeah, you, like a you,
1: like a Lindsay Hubbard, she enrages me. Like she's my number one villain, but at least she evokes emotion. Yes. Like she gets me fired up. So she's at least earning her check.
2: That's yeah. That's exactly right. So it's like <laughs> this this thing could be so much more entertaining if Taylor was actually engaging to watch on camera.
1: Yeah, because the shit that she says is outrageous. Like she's basically saying I don't regret what I did. Like people do this all the time. Like I do what I want. You should forgive me. Who cares? It's not a big deal. Like, uh, Shep, if you're not going to fuck me, I'll fuck Austin instead. But like, that sounds like if you told someone that they'd be like, who is this bitch? Like, that's crazy. But then you actually watch it and she's all like sad and like boring.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's so true. I, I, I don't know what it is about her, but she obviously has a real difference in her mind of how she is coming off like what she's doing yeah. and like how she views herself as a person because from all of her actions like you'd be like this is a shitty person <laughs> but she doesn't view herself as shitty she's like yeah. forgive me she's like i'm an amazing person why she's the hell like, can i be
1: i love christ right yeah it's weird i don't know okay yeah, yeah so um they just to sum up this beach conversation austin is lamenting i think still to whitney about how wishy-washy olivia is with him he's like one day she sends me memes or like will call me on the phone crying and then the next day when we're with people she'll like publicly shame me or whatever Yeah, which i love (laughs) exactly i'm like i love that the memes which that is true like that is like a modern relationship like sending memes is like You probably, I don't know how many people you send memes to, but I I probably have like five people I share memes with at any given time. You send memes? Like, do you have like IG threads? Like, like we send to each other, obviously. What are memes
2: again? (laughs) Memes are like, it's like a photo with a caption.
1: Any, I would say any funny internet content at this point. Yeah,
2: is a meme. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like. Like are they sending like that groundhog that like comes up and he, he darts his eyes?
1: It's like the cat driving the steering wheel and it'll be like me on my way to get more McDonald's <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, who was driving in that
1: there's like a cat meme, like yeah. cap cut. On my cat. way to
2: get on my way to get McDonald's.
1: At when I'm hungover at F.
2: Yeah. I would love, I think if they say... Can you
1: tell I work in social media? Yeah,
2: of course I can because you can name memes and I don't even know what the hell they are. I think when they say something like that on camera, like we send movie quotes to each other and we send memes to each other, they have to show us an example of it because I don't know what the hell they're talking about.
1: I would pay good money to see their memes back and forth. I would
2: pay $5 to get just a few snippets of what memes, like what realm of memes are they I bet they're not that good. Do you think they're sending Bravo memes? Sometimes, probably. We should start making... Name them. Name them. We should start making memes.
1: I think we should make like me when Olivia mentions Elvis one more time.
2: Name them, right? <laughs> right? Do you mean in the it name of clip? I,
1: we can think of something that works perfectly. Yeah. But we should just, like, make a thing where we just continue to make <laughs> memes specifically about Olivia liking Elvis and see if she notices. What, what, if, <laughs>
2: what if the only memes we made for, like, a year were just, <laughs> just Elvis-Olivia <laughs> related? It's like, it's, like, only funny for us in, it'll like, six like, little turtle cuties.
1: It'll be, like... When you th- Just when you thought Olivia wouldn't mention Elvis again. And it's like, surprise, surprise.
2: <laughs> What's that meme? Surprise, surprise. You don't surprise. know any memes? No, no, I'm like, I'm honestly struggling. You're
1: so online.
2: I know. I'm struggling to even know what memes are. I know we send them in our Bravo our Bravo Clubhouse uh, thread, but like, I couldn't name one meme right now. I was thinking, <laughs> I, okay, maybe it's Olivia driving behind the car. And it says, when you find out Boz Lerman's film Elvis is on VOD. Yeah, that's good. Right? Yeah. And she's going like... Um or, yeah. or like Olivia drinking and it's like when you find out you have to wait six more months before Priscilla comes out, like stuff like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. That- <laughs> It'd be like when Priscilla sweeps at the Oscars. <laughs> it's a little bit gif- like, gif-
2: <laughs> it's a Bill hater. <laughs> All right, wait, that uh, that one I just want to do right after this conversation. <laughs> you know what? We stopped doing our fun, our fun oh, little yeah, turtle run <laughs> We're so lazy. We're so, lazy. <laughs> we're, so we're so shitty. <laughs> we're such a shitty podcast. We're like, we can we barely have, like, get it out. <laughs> i really I, I my new year's resolution 2024 i am calling Headgum. i'm going to their offices i'm saying for the love of god i promise we have around a thousand people that listen to us actively please let us use your studio right we need a producer yeah. help us yeah, Help us. <laughs> it's like a handout like, like, <laughs> i have
1: considered uh outsourcing to the turtle cuties which clips i should make and <laughs> be like comment with your favorite time code <laughs> please
2: little turtle cuties we need help it's just Amy and I and my wife we do all this work it's so hard Riley's
1: Uh, wife does more than either of us (laughs) she does
2: all this work unpaid it is so hard if you like a clip that you think is funny please in addition to if you were at January 6th hashtag also say this was a good moment you guys should clip this yeah
1: you're like zero (laughs) zero colon 46 through
2: (laughs) Also, (laughs) also we're gonna create an email called turtle time podcast clips at gmail <laughs> if you don't mind, just send I'll that s- thing. I'll
1: share the premiere uh file with <laughs> you. you. can send that thing over. It for us.
2: No, but I, I all I want from this conversation is at the end of this, one of us, if we're not lazy enough, does Bill Hader dancing. And it says, when Olivia Flowers finds out that Priscilla is going to be on via or no, sorry. When Olivia Flowers finds out that Priscilla is going to sweep the Oscars, right? And it's yeah. just, okay. yeah. All right, good.
1: Whew, I wonder was, if she liked that movie. <clears throat> Priscilla, we need to know so much more.
2: I have, yeah, five questions at least about it. So, I would like to, you know, we should use Riverside. I swear she would do an interview yeah. with us.
1: We should be like Jacob Elordi or Austin Butler, yeah,
2: and speed say, round. That's 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 an amazing question. <laughs> what should you like more, Bos Lerma's Elvis or Priscilla? Um, when did you start to love Elvis? I have so many questions. Have you been to
1: Graceland,
2: right? Yes, and then, um, this uh this will not uh we won't talk about anything bravo related so she doesn't have to worry about like breaking news yeah. with us you know yeah anyway sorry that was a, a huge tangent i started crying <laughs> um it's been a, a day yeah right
1: um okay and then um yeah they bring up um olivia tells madison and vanita that taylor sent that dick text about how she would yes fuck austin instead or whatever and they were yeah. like are you fucking kidding me and that's when madison is like i mean like i said before i had a hoe phase but never at the expense of friends
2: yeah I, Which, I respect yeah. um madison is exactly when you were saying Lindsay hubbard mad well madison's not a villain but madison is a person where if she does anything wrong she can justify it in an endearing way to get you back on her side like she has yeah. the tools is just so yeah. inherently charismatic that you can watch madison she make owns mistakes. her behavior she
1: owns her behavior yeah Yes. And she's like quick and powerful and she is cool with the guys. Like she can yes. be one of the guys, but at the same time call them out when they're being assholes. Yeah,
2: When she went, she's the only one that goes to the presidential suite at yeah. uh, Whitney's with the guys. She also is the only one that went to Whitney's house when he was having that little party, that after party or whatever. Yeah. Like she knows what to do on the show. She's also like one of the best casting decisions they've made on the show. Like she's just organically grown. Mm-hmm. Um, to be one of the most integral cast members of this show.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's why when Austin starts to turn on her in the presidential suite, I was like, you want her as an ally. You don't want to piss her off
2: right and i I do want to say that like um just throughout this episode it's 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 very slow going but austin has this like truce with madison they're actually getting along and being sweet after that like heartfelt talk they had on the first night and then slowly i don't know what changes with austin but he's like all of a sudden he gets really nasty to her when he's drunk i think he's like literally blackout yeah but but i mean why does his mind instantly go to treating madison like shit yeah after i know because
1: yeah she says uh in her confessional that they're in a good place that like they are on steady ground um and she says earlier in a conversation with vanita that she thinks his therapy is working because he didn't pop off at the restaurant the night Ye- before yeah and then
2: he like and then he he just fully goes the other way and starts calling her a bored housewife That's so weak because you're a bored housewife weak weak
1: yeah i'm like she's raging with you guys she's like Wasted right now, what are you talking about? Yeah,
2: I know you liked um Cameron, but do you miss is that her name Cameron? <laughs> yeah, do you miss her?
1: Um, I mean, I liked her at the time. I don't think she would make sense anymore.
2: She couldn't like be in this cast.
1: I feel like she's especially she just went in a different direction. She's like a family woman now, like I what? know Madison is too, but she's still down to clown. I feel like Cameron not as much.
2: Yeah, I just like it does feel like a different show, but also like, um, yeah. I mean, I'm I do not. She was sense- fun ten years ago. I I never found the merit to her. What about her dog Elvis? Oh, her dog Elvis was very cool. I loved that dog. <laughs> um, I just
1: saw on Instagram she adopted a new dog.
2: Who? Oh, she did. Yeah. Oh, I should. I rescue. Her. It was cute. Um, I do. But one thing I just wanted to say, and because Cameron, I think, can stay in the past, but I do just miss Chelsea. Yeah. And Catherine. But, I mean, they're doing a great job. But <clears throat> there's just so much, many good cast members on the sidelines that they yeah. can always bring back into Southern Charm. Did you
1: see? I don't uh, follow most of these people. I just see when I log into Turtle Time. But I think Olivia and Catherine posted a picture together.
2: Wow. Yeah. Powerful. Wow. <laughs> and that's very powerful. And I think Austin or er, Austin and Craig also just met with Catherine very recently, wow. too.
1: They should have her like do a little cameo. Scene,
2: yeah, I think. They
1: um, okay, so now they're on the bus to the booze cruise, but right before they get on, Rod is like, Olivia, did you get your 12 hours of beauty sleep? And she's like, Yes, I did. And he goes, It looks like you did. And I'm like, She doesn't like you. Go away.
2: I know, he needs to <laughs> leave well enough alone. Um, yeah, um,
1: oh, I liked this. Uh, Craig, I mean, I did agree with him here. He goes, because uh, Taylor and Shep are sitting next to each other on the bus, and everyone's like, why the fuck are they sitting next to each other? What is going on? And Craig is like, if Shep dates someone new, Taylor will go insane. But if – uh, wait, am I getting this right? Yeah. If
2: – If Taylor dates someone else, Shep won't give a shit, right? He'll just get <laughs> mad at Austin. Yeah,
1: he'll blame Austin. Yeah, right. For, like, ruining it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think is true. I think he's just always going to get mad at Austin like forever. Um, and then Austin and Madison are joking here and he's like, uh, he's like, does everyone on the bus hate me? And, uh, she makes a joke and, uh, about like, he thinks she says that she hates him, and he goes, "Not you, bitch." Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> and I was, was like, "They're fun."
2: Yeah, they are fun. They have a good camaraderie <laughs> together. I. That's why I didn't think I wanted that this truce to last longer. I like them on the same side, getting along.
1: Yeah. Did you like when Shep said, "Oh, Captain, my Captain" to Captain Sardine?
2: You know what? I didn't think about it until just now. <laughs> but when you say it, yes.
1: Dead Poet Society.
2: Oh, Captain, my Captain. Um, Peter, a Peter Weir fil- film. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. I think, oh, sorry, Dead Poets Society, right? <laughs> well, is, it, is that what yeah. you said? Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying, Oh, Captain, My Captain is a movie.
2: <laughs> oh, no, I haven't. No, no, that's not a movie. Although it does sound like a good, fun title for a movie. Yeah. Right? I like it. What would that be?
1: <laughs> It'd be like Master and Commander.
2: About, yeah. yeah. Two. Okay. <laughs> Master and Commander 2. Oh, oh captain, captain, My, my Captain.
1: Oh. <laughs> Where the oceans are still battlefields.
2: That sounds really good. Okay, I would watch it. Yeah, me too.
1: Um, there's more age shaming. Shep says he snorkeled in these waters in 2001. Taylor says she was in first grade at that time.
2: Right. Um. There. Yeah. Soon, this cast is going to have to come to grips with Shep's age. <laughs> I know it'll happen soon. Right. Yeah. So she was in first grade. Um, for 9/11. Wow. I could not imagine not. You know, being that young during nine eleven, it barely probably you'd have no clue what's going on.
1: Right, I think I was in sixth grade.
2: Did you have an idea of what was going on?
1: Uh, I didn't know what the World Trade Centers were.
2: Okay, Uh, that's okay.
1: But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I love to talk about nine eleven. Ask me anytime. One of my favorite topics. Anyways,
2: (laughs) um, Madison said a fun joke when they get to the boat. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Madison goes on the boat and she goes, if I get a boat, I'm going to name it Sea Cup. And I thought that was a great name for a boat. Yeah. So fun and funny. Yeah. And just in line with the kind of sometimes like not, you know, like the kind of jokes that you put on a boat.
1: Yeah. It was a good one. Do you really
2: thought you thought so? Yeah, it was cute. I didn't think they gave her enough benefit (laughs) of the doubt for that good boat trip or boat (laughs) name. They should have all laughed.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh. Okay. So they're pretty quickly fucked up. Craig, uh, is saying, uh, he, he tells Madison he goes, uh, Paige told me to uh, go get Tan and come back and fuck her. <laughs> I wrote that down too. And Madison's like, Jesus Christ! She goes, Are my nipples hard? Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, but
2: then but then I think when Madison asks, uh, it, did she really say that? He goes, no, she didn't say that. But it was interesting to hear Craig say that.
1: That was insane. I wonder if Paige was like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> hey,
2: I can't even imagine Paige saying, uh, Craig, go get tan and then come back and fuck me. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah. And then he's like, come on, Madison, do you have a crush on, a girl crush yeah. on uh, Paige? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, she has one on you. They were, Yeah,
2: he was, they were getting horny. I know, right? it was
1: insane um and then they can they talk about the charleston new york city divide yet again and he said that if she wouldn't move uh they would probably break up but he would fight like hell yes yeah but he he said that the pillow business is too booming he can't work remotely he
2: said there is too many factors in sewing down south that are charleston um you know necessitate being in charleston yeah he can't work remotely anymore it's just too much of a booming business and that Paige needs to move there. It doesn't make sense. That he can't work remotely. Yes. I think at this point, they're both rich enough celebrities, a power couple, that they can make any you know, relationship work. Yeah. And like,
1: can't he go one week a month? To Charleston,
2: yes, of course, of course. Or hire someone else that takes the daily operations. The only thing I can say in in his defense to make this truthful is the pillow business is so associated with his uh, notoriety or yeah. celebrity that he does physically have to be in the store, like how uh, Sandoval and Jax yeah. have to go to their bars to sure. create business. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. They can make this work. I've just been saying that and I don't think they should talk about this anymore. I Yeah. They are goals. They're a good couple and they are going to eventually get married, no matter what. I know it. Yeah. And if they break up, that'll be a sad, horrible day.
1: <laughs> sad sad day. Um okay, and then yeah, it turns out there there was a DJ on board. Yes. They all started dancing. It looks really fun.
2: Yeah, this this was finally an opportunity for them to legitimately have fun. No one even tries to have a blip of conflict during this yeah uh, this this boat trip it is just pure fun i mean up there with the vanderpump rules boat trip we just watched for the you know the miami bachelor and bachelorette where it's just pure (laughs) dancing totally drinking uh having so much fun and that then they are like riding this drunken level for the rest of the episode yeah right
1: yeah it looks awesome uh so then yeah they get back on the bus it turns out Whitney has upgraded to the presidential suite. Uh, They play a game. It's not really a game, but they're like, uh, what would you say to JT's future partner, girlfriend, whatever? And uh, is it Shep that says don't wear heels?
2: Yeah. Shep says, don't wear heels. Everyone it's, loses it. Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty good and well-timed joke. Yeah. You know?
1: And then I think Craig says, what, Taylor, what's your advice for Shep's next girlfriend? And she goes, don't expect to finish. And if you look at Shep's face, he is none too amused. Really? He's pissed.
2: I don't think I got that, but then he doubles down. He's like,
1: yeah, I'm not going to
2: like do a bunch of work. So he says, if I (laughs) get off, if I'm able to get myself off, I don't help out at all with getting my... Is he just being, like, facetious? Because that's insane. No. (laughs) I I think he's a selfish person. Inherently a selfish person. No offense, Shep. I, you know, I'm sorry. (laughs) I think he cares about numero uno in a way where he's never had to really care about someone else except little Craig. Yeah. You know, and he does not care if he has already blown his load... He's done, and he doesn't need to, you know, help out in any way. And Taylor then says she probably only was able to (laughs) achieve uh, sexual gratification (laughs) in their relationship maybe only three times. Yeah,
1: Yeah. pathetic. She keeps coming back for more.
2: And then Austin goes, I am the opposite of Shep. I am a very generous lover. And Craig also says, I'm a generous lover.
1: Yeah, Austin says he's a generous lover even – if it's three people, which was a fun callback to his little tryst,
2: was he finally admitting that that was a threesome, or was he just giving the audience a little it was knowing a little wink, wink, wink? wink. That, yeah, was that just for us? <laughs>
1: just for us? He. It's funny because when he was on Watch What Happens Live last time. Um, he said there that he was a generous lover and Andy was like, I bet you are like, he really believed him. Like he was like, I just know that Austin is good. Austin said that Mm -hmm. because it was what's her name was on. Do you remember? Call her daddy.
2: Oh yes, I, I so I still haven't watched that one. I know it you was should. so good. Okay, she was
1: a real bitch to him for no reason because she doesn't watch the show, right? And she was kind of implying that he was probably a selfish lover. And Andy was like, "I don't think so." And he was like, "No, for real, I'm, I'll take care of everybody."
2: <laughs> wow, so he will just he will just work his hardest until everyone is. Uh- Which
1: Shep is an idiot. Why would you broadcast that you're a shitty lover? On national television, if you ever want to get laid again.
2: I think it makes you, he thinks it's like, you know, manly. He's an idiot.
1: That pissed me off.
2: It did? Yeah, it was
1: ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't like it, and I don't think he should have doubled down, but if you said he was mad that she like (laughs) revealed that, then he did the worst strategy by like making it even worse. (laughs) Maybe he
1: was trying to be like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, like you didn't, you know, you didn't uh, call me out. I'll admit that. Yeah. You know.
2: You'd think it's cooler. You'd want to look cooler and admit that like you're good at, you know, making people achieve satisfaction (laughs) in a sexual environment and not be like, I never do that. Right. I never can. or I never am able to do that. You know what I mean? Embarrassing.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, Okay. So only Shep, Austin, and uh, Craig and Madison go up to Whitney's room. They almost kick the door in. They're so drunk. Yes. Um, Shep is like, is this Shangri La, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Everyone's so lit. Um, they're like, they have no time. Like, they need to go to dinner immediately,
2: right? And like, they're they're debating whether they're gonna like what shower and change clothes yeah. or whatever, just or just yeah. keep their like boat attire for the dinner.
1: Yeah, and then is it like Shep's like, I'm not changing, and then Austin's like, you should change, and then they're like. I wish you would change. Yeah. And then they're talking about how like they're like you'll never change. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> uh, yeah like a,
2: a a very innocuous comment turns into a huge kind of well, like a, a a bickering between them about like how which guy is shittier. Yeah,
1: like they're like you'll never change who you are, and it's like we were talking about changing outfits for dinner. Yeah, like why did this happen? Right. Um. And then Craig, of course, constantly is trying to be like shep admit that you're pissed about austin hooking up with taylor um and then shep's like brings up page six um and shep is saying like implying that austin is a bad person and he's a good person and austin's like oh you're a good person you're the one that told taylor that it was fun to cheat on her did you notice that austin called her taylor ann
2: he did yeah i think her real name i think everyone calls her that except us like the okay. bravo audience has not caught on to that but i think she goes by taylor ann more and we're just not adding that and whenever we talk about okay
1: her. well taylor ann uh austin says that she, again she was the one that made the move and he goes on to uh oh yeah do a, like a retelling of it uh Impression of how they hooked up with using Whitney, yeah, where he came up behind Whitney and just started making out with him, and he just actually did
2: it, yeah. I, I, so I only watched that kiss uh once, but like, so it, but it was like a long, big kiss,
1: yeah, yeah. And then I don't know, we have to kind of talk this through. Do you think so? The next thing he says is like, You just can't get over that, we fucking uh made out, like it sounded like he was about to say, You can't get over that, we fucked.
2: See, I don't think – it's much more provocative to think that, but I think he was going to say fucking for emphasis and uh-huh. then realize saying fucking would make everyone think, you know, the right. word fuck. Yeah. So I think that he he just – he cut himself off before he said fucking, and then everybody thought he was cutting himself off from saying the truth, but really that wasn't the word he wanted to use for make out. I don't think they had sex. Okay. I really don't think they had sex. I'm, okay. i I – i don't know why i'm giving them like believing them i just think that i think austin at this point would i don't know actually i'm like <laughs> why am i trusting his honesty i just for some reason i just get the sense that it was that it was a out maybe okay. more than once but i do not think they fully had sex i don't know why okay. though i guess i'm just trusting them yeah
1: and- uh well madison immediately was like he admitted yeah. it like that's yeah. what that meant like yeah. Shep was also like, wow, probably what he Did you think you it was say? a Freudian
2: slip? I don't, I don't think know. He, would have, he wouldn't have said fucked. If he was going to reveal it right then, he would never have said, right. you're just mad that Taylor and I fucked. Right. Like, he would never use, I don't yeah. think, that, that language to describe it. I think he just got flustered and tripped himself up.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, but this then Um This episode
2: is going to be a little R-rated. Warned, <laughs> it's true. should have warned some people. I
1: know. Uh, but this is when, like, when Madison calls him out on that, that's when he goes like, shut your mouth you're just a bored housewife and she gets pissed and leaves
2: yeah i really didn't like that i just yeah. i i think it just he was being so rude to madison after this like nice fun time they had been having he like immediately went to like an insult that he'd probably thought about for a while because then he also says it again so it's like he wants that to be his new like go-to right insult which like she's her. been
1: married for like one minute like i don't think she's uh sitting at home twiddling her thumbs also
2: she's as engaging as he is on the show totally and killing it
1: yeah um then they cut down to the dinner table where of course olivia and taylor are first and if we are to trust their clock they are together alone for like 20 plus minutes
2: yeah what what is a uh, remind me what does taylor say as uh, to try to make conversation with olivia she just says it's what a night
1: yeah it was like today was fun <laughs> It's like so awkward. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, oh, yeah, like Shep is still saying how gracious he's been to Austin. And he's like, because I get it. He was like, I was like you. He's like, I was a scoundrel. He's like, but you are a huge scoundrel. And I'm like, what do you think has changed in your life that you're talking in past tense that you are no longer a scoundrel.
2: Yeah. I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's pointing to. What, what is the, for him. What, what is growth the, has happened. Yeah. What, what's the, what's the line that made him a better person now? Because he's very similar to how he's always been now post being with Taylor and. Right.
1: And I think we've said this before. Uh, certainly Shep would do the same thing.
2: Do this? Yeah. You think? Yeah kiss a friend yeah there was a there was a moment earlier in the series i forget the specifics of it where where shep did like like pull chelsea aside at a bar drunkenly and like try to make out with her while she was seeing austin like just starting a relationship theirs was like
1: they were kind of competing for her yeah and shep bitched out and so austin won because he actually moved forward right um so yeah. Um, so now all the girls are at dinner first, then Rod and JT, then Craig and Austin. Craig's shirt is maybe buttoned one time, one button at the very
2: bottom. Yeah, he wanted to do like a Peter-esque, you know, Peter Madrigal, <laughs> um, like full, almost no button. Right? yeah
1: i think yeah. madison is the one that's like we gotta button you up like yeah, at least like... one more <laughs> right. that's ridiculous yeah. and he's like sorry like shit went down upstairs this is crazy like they're all so fucked up i don't know how they even made it down there um but they're like an hour late yeah. um whitney arrives they're like elvis um and madison uh asks if uh Wait, what did she ask? She,
2: so, she says, okay, so... Um, my notes are Aust- terrible. My, oh, my God. You should see. I, I have to apologize to our little cute cuties. I saw this episode, and I feel like I know nothing about it. I'm very sorry for my lack oh, of... But, um, I get what I was saying. She, she says, um, okay, so Austin goes, I think I'm drunk. I was drunk as hell. I think I made out with Whitney. And then Madison provocatively says, um, was that kiss with Whitney better than your kiss with Taylor? So, yeah. I mean... Madison didn't have to say that, you know, to bring it it back up again. Well, she's still pissed. And then he,
1: again, calls her a bored housewife. Yes. Which I'm like, it hasn't been long enough for you to repeat that insult. Um, And then Shep is like doing what he did at the other dinner where he's like, today was great. I just want to cheers to everybody. Today was the day. And then they cheers to Captain Sardine. Yes, And then taylor's psycho
2: ass Yeah, so, so so then then uh shep actually that did work him saying we're good yeah. we're all good this is a you know it's beautiful here whatever they start to laugh they start to have fun they start to you know yeah. get over it they're like, they're okay, like maybe feeling
1: this... hot 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 yeah exactly
2: maybe this dinner could be um good and we could yeah. just like resolve things or move past it or at least not talk about our issues and then taylor goes wait a oh, second God. she goes how could everybody be like this why? Why did she wh- like? Wasn't what she was asking for to to for it to be to move on right. and not talk about it again? Yeah. So then she wants to use this opportunity to stand up and give a speech about how about the elephant in the room? Right. Was it like to be continued? Yeah. Yeah. And I I, I saw the 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 next six minutes because oh, they did? released them, wow. but I don't want to spoil it because it's way wilder than you can really? ever imagine. Oh shit! It it. Uh, she, it's like she drops a bomb on the table and everything. Or she says
1: like, I'm going to set the record straight is yeah, what, she, the last thing she says. Yeah.
2: And, um, I mean, she blows up the dinner. Oh shit. It's, it's way wilder than I ever thought. I thought that she would say some innocuous, boring speech and then sit down and then they would have a good dinner again. But no, it gets, it gets wild after this. Ooh,
1: I can't wait. Yeah.
2: I'm excited to watch it too. Okay. Thrilling. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was a good episode. Yeah. This, yeah, this episode was just, it, it had that. Fun, drunken, chaotic party energy. Yeah. And the fights were not so uh, huge because everybody was just so drunk that they were kind of just like letting, you know, they're just getting into, I guess, uh, less meaningful fights. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was fun. Yeah. Uh, fun. But yeah, I'm ready. I mean, we'll see what Taylor says. I'm ready to put this shit to bed.
2: So you're like Taylor where it's like, <laughs> let's stop talking about this.
1: Yeah. I mean, the page six thing, like we said, it just like resurfaced the same old information we had to talk about it all over again. Yeah. So. But at
2: this point, I mean, nothing else will happen this season because there's like three episodes left. True. So they really can't pivot.
1: I bet the reunion will be good.
2: I think so too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely three parts, I think.
2: Definitely three parts. I, I think this warrants that. And then Andy, you know... If I believe anyone could get to the bottom of this mystery, I think they would be honest with Andy. Yeah. I mean, he's going to just ask about exactly the specifics of every, you know, minute detail totally. of this Taylor and Austin thing.
1: Uh, I was, um, I my DVR recorded season three of Roni. So I've been watching it just like as my like relaxing show, which I just realized that that's, I didn't think that I would want to watch more Bravo to relax. But I've realized it's the perfect salve to because I no longer get to watch the current shows for pure enjoyment because I have to pay attention and take notes and talk about it. If I watch an old season in the background, then I get to still enjoy it. You
2: still can derive pleasure (laughs) from something that you used to love that now (laughs) is associated with work. Right. And um, yes. But like it
1: was perfect because I assume it was the marathon was even on because. Because of Ultimate Girls Trip, which we will talk about next. So it was perfect. It also felt like I was preparing for Ultimate Girls Trip to have that context fresh. Yes. Um, But the reunion for season three, he says in the intro, he goes, an unprecedented three-part reunion so i think that was the first wow yeah
2: so season three of roni yeah. was the first three-part reunion and now it has become the standard if <laughs> yeah. you even have a decent season yeah. you get three parts now yeah. if it's the worst season you've ever seen in your life you get two parts yeah
1: um which yeah i actually am glad uh that I watched it because I do think it's super relevant oh, yeah. to Ultimate Girl's Trip, obviously.
2: I love how much... I mean, I, I want to take a certified turtle yes, piss, but um, I love how much the Roni legacy is on, is like a retrospective. They're yeah. they putting so many fun clips from R- Rony that yeah. it's almost like, it's like a celebration right. of all of in Roni's review, history.
1: Yeah, they literally stay in the same... The yeah, pirate house. Yeah, like
2: I, I didn't really think of how vital that would be to Roni legacy to like honor all of the fun moments throughout the entire series. Yeah. It's just like a full celebration of the cast of Rony and we'll get into if that's a good thing or a <laughs> bad thing because I have thoughts about this. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of kind of split on how I feel about Rony Legacy. Yeah. Now so, let's get into it. So After let's blast I'm gonna certified. blast a huge certified turtle Christmas piss.
1: Yes. Right? Yes. This will be the last It'll piss. be red and green.
2: <laughs> well if it's red, I'll be scared. If maybe the first For your kidneys. If it's red I'll be scared if it's red for two seconds, but then if it spurts out green after, I hope be... He... Disgusting.
1: We need to go.
2: <laughs> People have already started to accept the certified turtle piss break, even though it's gross.
1: I think it'll be yellow for the star on top of the Christmas tree. You're right. You're right. I'm looking at but the But hopefully beautiful... not too yellow. <laughs> Stay hydrated. All right, All right well, we have to well, stop.
2: <laughs> well, no matter what it is, I'll let you guys know after our break. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Be
0: right back. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Yahabi B. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Is that, that's what Luann
2: says, right? Yeah. Wow. Did you say that <laughs> because we might be talking about uh, Roni Legacy, Ultimate Girl That's Street? right.
1: Yeah. Um, what is your first impression?
2: Okay. First impression. So, okay. I'm conflicted to, about how to talk about this mm-hmm. because first, Lee, firstly... firstly <laughs> is that the word, firstly? Yes. Oh, it is? Yep. Oh, good. So I stumbled <laughs> onto a word that's actually real. A real okay. word. Firstly, I absolutely love the cast, mm-hmm. the four core of Dorinda, Sonia, Ramona, and Luann. Yep. There has never been a more powerful foursome in the world, <laughs> specifically on Bravo shows. That that they they are the most, they are the, the beating heart yeah. of the best franchise in Bravo history. Those four. Yeah. And then they've had amazing other people on Roni too. Yeah. Uh, with Carol, with Tinsley, with, um, who am I missing? Bethany. Uh, Bethany, of course. <laughs> Heather Thompson, I even thought was a great addition. Holla. Like, Holla. So they have had, I mean, you know, we, we've talked about this. Roni is my favorite franchise by far. Yeah. Absolute top tier. I love it. 12 amazing seasons of pure bliss for me. (laughs) So obviously I love seeing them all back together. They are just so inherently entertaining where I could watch them eat an oyster for 30 minutes and just talk about Ramona (laughs) eating oysters and how Ramona eats an oyster. And that's more entertaining to me than 80% of, um, a a different show. I mean, maybe, maybe not that, but it's like, Obviously, one minute with them on Rony Legacy was more entertaining to me than all season of the new Rony. Yeah. That's just like, that's just inherent. But then I can't help feeling sad that that cast is now relegated to this like Peacock original <laughs> or however yeah. they're doing it on Bravo, where it's like they're making them all seem like less essential by mm. putting them on this spinoff show where we don't get their full lives. They don't feel like they have to bring everything to the table. They're just there for one week to clock yeah. in, have as much fun or chaos as they want. And then they leave. Yeah. So it's like you're, they, it's like they're, they're sort of lessening and cheapening. What was one of the best franchises by relegating them to this like shitty offshoot.
1: Right. Yeah. I saw like, I've been enjoying watching it and I've been laughing and I think it's fun. Um. And I do think that, the idea of it of ultimate girls trip works more strongly with a cohesive group that already know each other rather than like an all stars yes. situation where it just feels totally random. Um but I saw like Evan Ross Katz posted a bunch of memes. Memes. Oh wow that he made of like a slideshow of just basically the quotes of like the best moments so far or whatever. And they were funny, but like like his caption was like ultimate girls trip Rony legacy is um appointment viewing like instantly iconic and i was just like going through the memes i was like i
2: guess yeah um <laughs> it's like i, I don't know <laughs> no no no. You're, you're right i mean i felt that way like i it, well, so yeah I, i'm really conflicted about how to talk about it because uh, i want to celebrate this cast and i love yeah. them but i think that because of the constraints of this format, we're not getting them at their best. We're not seeing all all we can of this cast that we love. Right. They're just on this trip together. Like it's like if you just have a week. It's with like someone, Housewives Light. Yeah. Yeah. Like what what if just nothing happened entertaining in a week? What do you do? You just show us the garbage of the one week. If yep. they were on for four months or three months of filming, you just you cut out the garbage and you get the good stuff. Yeah.
1: Did you see that um uh Brandy I think it was on her podcast, and you yeah. know she had a podcast. Yes. She was saying Brandy Glanville was saying that Kristen Takeman told her while she was there that these bitches aren't doing anything. She was like, they're just sitting around drinking rose. There's no action, which is apparently why she felt the need to become what Kelly called a host, where she would like start to ask questions and sort of try and clarify yeah. what the arguments were or whatever. Um, which like I knew what Kelly meant by that, but I'm like, people always do that. Yes. Like, watch yeah. The Housewives. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I
2: didn't find how Kristen, uh, took on that role to be very annoying like in a shitstery, potstery way yeah. i didn't feel like she was doing that i feel like she um legitimately had questions for this cast that she's only now seen on television and like yeah. really wanted to hear from them i mean i thought it was kind of funny <laughs> how well versed she was in housewives yeah. lore that she yeah. knew better than them like all of these seasons and moments
1: yeah she had a more overarching uh knowledge but they all are such whores for their own quotables like over and over again they're going caduce uh eggs a la francais the pirate Uh, like they're just referencing their own history constantly like basically their taglines their like merch uh slogans like they know all of it like turtle time whatever Like callbacks exactly
2: um well uh, and then on that same podcast i heard the same clip i think that you did where Kristen and brandy they speculate that they're like being spiteful because they're like (laughs) you're putting us on this shit you you canceled our show you fired us all (laughs) even though we're not technically fired and now you're putting us on this like ultimate legacy using our clout to like promote this other show but you you ruined the franchise that we were a part of so i understand why they would have a conflicted um, attitude towards bravo Mm -hmm. like they were like essentially canceled right all of them together yeah and I, i was thinking this entire time like bravo is keeping the the talent of all of them like sonia luann ramona and dorinda are like so inherently entertaining yeah that bravo gets like they they get to fire them from the show that they're on and replace them with new younger cast members and then they'll keep them in the Bravo universe by putting them on this Peacock exclusive. <laughs> they're, ultimate in they're in purgatory. They're in purgatory. And if um they had really just fired them and and kicked them out of the Bravo universe, Netflix or someone else could create a whole new show with them like fuck bravo like i'm not saying fuck <laughs> bravo but but ramona and sonia and dorinda and Lu- luann could say fuck bravo who wants amazon do you want a reality <laughs> show with us four called new york city lives Like yeah. it could be a they could seriously someone could just uh take all of that talent put them on a new show and everyone would watch that and they could start a full new like bravo alternate version on a different network but bravo is like you said keeping them in purgatory (laughs) saying oh you know we're still gonna find stuff for you to do oh we're gonna do this but if they just left someone else could pay them millions of dollars like right Sonya. well
1: why don't like what did happen i guess is it just ramona that happened to roni legacy is that what 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 do you mean what happened they were going to wasn't the original idea before it got rele- relegated to Ultimate Girls Trip was that they were going to have Roni the New Generation and Roni Legacy. Yes. So why didn't they do that? Is it just Ramona?
2: Because no, no, no. Because uh, well, I, I think that they just thought that they were going to do that Roni. Yeah, right. I I I forgot that Rooney Legacy they, like, I announced that this is it. now Rooney. And Legacy. then like
1: Jill killed it because she was wouldn't agree to yep. money or whatever.
2: Jill uh Jill wanted them all to be paid the same, which is ridiculous. She yeah. wanted the same amount of money that Luann would get after Luann had been on for thirteen seasons. Can I quickly been- say
1: re watching I've seen season three a lot. I've seen all of it a lot. But watching it again, like today, Jill is awful. Oh,
2: Jill's horrible. I, I never liked Jill. She's awful. She treats I, people like shit.
1: Like, I always remember that she was annoying, yeah. but I always remembered being like, her and Bethany were fun together whatever. But watching the demise of their friendship and how it went down, I always hated how it went down, but watching it again, I'm like, she sucks.
2: Yeah, Jill was terrible. She, like, she just burned the bridge with Bethany and Bethany never trusted her again and never wanted to be her friend again. But it
1: goes down in the most satisfying way. I know this is old news, but <laughs> watching again, watching how, so Jill cuts her out cruelly yeah and like will like bethany keeps trying to make it work and she like will not she's just being so self-righteous and will not make up with bethany for the dumbest reason and then literally one episode later bethany's engaged pregnant Uh, killing it like her business is thriving like her life soars more than you could ever imagine and jill doesn't get to celebrate any of it doesn't get a phone call about the engagement the pregnancy anything she has to find out in the background and she is losing her mind so hardcore because she loves to be like in control and a part of things Mm -hmm. and she's just like nope like you don't get to know anything bye my life is awesome now
2: yeah i mean (laughs) i i mean um jill going to scary island is i think the number one the number one most <laughs> embarrassing moment for anyone on any show.
1: I think that might be like there's so much stuff that happens on scary island that's so fantastic, like one better than the last, but when that happens I am gagged every time. Me, me it too. makes me laugh so hard how what she thinks she's doing yes. versus the response yes. is one of the funniest it, moments in of all time yeah
2: it's 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 like it's so shocking it's like <laughs> you could never write something that good you never They're all
1: completely traumatized already yes and Alex
2: McCord is just <laughs> shaking that Jill just arrived and Jill is so embarrassed that she immediately like starts crying because she thought that they would all celebrate her and no one wants anything to do well, with her even
1: Luann she tells Luann she's like I think I'm gonna surprise them and show up and Luann's like I don't think you should yeah I think that's a bad idea yeah, and she's she- like no she'll be happy
2: she has such a um she has probably the lowest self-awareness of anyone that's ever been on television
1: she's a nightmare I just watched the one the part last night when uh Bethany announces she's engaged and Jill is at that party and she tries yeah. she chases after her and is like, I just wanted to say congratulations. Yeah. Look at that ring and Bethany like is like not even making eye contact. She's like shut down. She's yeah. like I hate you. That's why I
2: I don't believe anything that Jill ever says about anything. I don't believe that yeah. she accurately knows what her past is and anything that she's done. I don't think she has an accurate read on reality in any way. Right. She is the hero in her own story when probably for the most part she's been a villain in every interaction.
1: Totally. Um but yeah, it's weird because watching it back, I've like don't cancel me you guys oh. i just <laughs> you about to get canceled? i canceled uh ramona has been well behaved oh yeah here
2: uh, yeah i'm i already i already thought i'm just gonna be honest <laughs> I, I mean we have to i'm just we're being honest we're, we're yeah. watching a show and we're commenting on it with no like additional uh context ramona is actively being a peacekeeper yeah here like yeah. she went into the season trying to keep everyone level headed. Yeah. And has not started any conflict with anyone. Right. Is actively trying to suppress conflict.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, the main first conflict is actually uh Dorinda v. Kristen Ree being put on pause. Um, which was hard to watch. I was like, Dorinda, I was like, You are on pause, which you should take to mean as probation, because every time you get drunk you get furious at people and it becomes unpleasant and hard to watch yes and i thought that she had done better recently but on the last girl's trip she did the same thing mm-hmm. and then on this in the very first episode she immediately is going insane on Kristen for talking about getting fired or put on pause or whatever um and i'm like she's got to screw loose
2: I didn't find Dorinda's um, behavior as egregious uh, this this time. I thought she was okay. I mean, I just think that Dorinda lets you know pretty quickly not to fuck with her, <laughs> or she will go ten times lower than you. This to me, she didn't get Tinsley level yeah. rage filled, which was yeah. like the most rage. Oh, and even on UGT season two, she got even yeah. worse. Almost, she got. Demented, but
1: it's like, what's with like? I feel like Tinsley and Kristen are kind of similar in that they're like harmless and younger.
2: Uh-huh.
1: That like she gets so pissed.
2: Yeah, I um she gets really pissed, and for some reason I. Uh, Like what we were saying about how someone can stay charismatic and endearing if they can (laughs) handle themselves on camera and still do the worst shit in the world. I find every moment watching Dorinda to be compelling, no matter what she's doing. Right. You know, like I understand why they fired her because she was um, getting unhinged and she was breaking the fourth wall and screaming at Tinsley who like did nothing to her. (laughs) Yeah. But I want to talk about Dorinda on pause because – what the hell does on pause mean? Dorinda has now been on two <laughs> seasons of Bravo related shows. Yeah. She was at she was at BravoCon, right? Yep. She's just as active as any other cast member in the Bravo universe. Yeah. And also the show that she was on doesn't exist anymore. Right. So her she doesn't need to talk about being on pause anymore. She is just as actively engaged as anyone else on any other franchise. Sure. She's very much a part of the Bravo universe. Right. He's like um, what what is the what is the what is the um like what is she debating anymore? Right. Like she's not on pause. Right. She's not on pause.
1: Well yeah, I feel like it's a special factor when your show ceases to exist cuz but I don't know, yeah, it's all very weird semantics cuz it's like okay, like Kristen and Kelly were fired. Yeah. Um but does that not Are they not fired because they're back? right?
2: And and Kristen says that to Dorinda. Yeah, she's She's like, like, I got
1: the same call you did. Yeah,
2: I'm on the same show as you, which is true. Yeah. It's like, it's true. I I don't know why. I mean, I think we should talk about that because that's more like high level. But do you, like, why was it Kelly and Kristen? Right. I mean, I'm fine with Kristen. I never, like, I think Kristen is a good person. Yeah. I have to just caveat that. I don't, I don't find her so compelling no. I mean she's she's a little more um compelling to me now with, with like just you know because I haven't seen her in eight years and it is fun to see like almost a fan interact yeah. with these like OG cast members mm-hmm. but I don't I don't it were Kelly and Kristen just the only people from Rony past that had a significant uh, impact but that would actually go on the show because they can't get Carol they right. can't get Heather mm-hmm. they can't get um they can't get Alex did the other one Alex did the other one which is like probably shelved yeah you know so I'm just like I guess that was the only I mean
1: I feel like Kelly they wanted to do that scary island parallel like I feel like they wanted to tie back to the iconic days and Kristen yeah it feels a little random but I will say like I mean looking across the first three episodes she is kind of the one that kept shit stirring You know what I mean? Because with the core four or whatever, as entertaining as they are, it does kind of just slip into like crappy lake territory then because it's their same dynamic forever, right? which is fine. But that's just what it is. Yeah. There's like nothing new there.
2: Yeah. But is this so is this what Roni legacy would have been like? Because if Jill (laughs) wasn't on it, like they couldn't have gotten anyone else like Carol and Heather are never going to go back on Roni, right?
1: I don't know, never say never.
2: I know. Like, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, is this 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 is Rony Legacy now? This is like yeah. what Rony Legacy, this is all they have. I mean, I guess that it's just there's such um not dichotomy, but there there there's such a um wide difference between who are the talent on Rony and then who's kind of like the more flop artists that didn't last very long. Right. Yeah. But Um, also Kelly is like um, instantly hates uh, Kristen because (laughs) of what you said, like the hosting thing or whatever. And she keeps talking about how like she's not an OG or whatever. But like Kristen was on just as long as Kelly. Kelly was only on three seasons.
1: Yeah. And it's funny watching Scary Island back to back with this because the same exact patterns are happening between Kristen and Kelly that did with Bethany and Kelly where they keep trying to make sense of what she's saying when it doesn't make sense. And all the other women are like, you gotta just like, she keeps being like, can you guys help me? And they're like, no, like you just have to understand that she doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like she brings in things that were never said. She is very confusing. Ramona uses the word gaslight, which is true. Yeah. She, it was like, uh, like on Scary Island when she's like, you're a cook, not a chef. You're you you're not a chef. And she's like, what does that mean to you? Yeah. I went to culinary school. She's like, you haven't been hired as a chef. She's like, I have been hired as a chef. And she's like, well, I didn't know that. And she's like, well, then why did you say that? Right. Like she just keeps saying like bullshit. Yeah. And then like word salad. And on the third episode, when she starts getting pissed off that Kristen was saying that she made her marriage work, she took it as like an insult to single mothers and then went on this whole diatribe about how she got her degree. And then like.
2: And she's like, um, so I'm not an amazing woman. You're saying I'm not an amazing woman. And Chris is like, I didn't even come close to saying something like yeah. that. It's like she's arguing with herself in her head to someone who's no, not like, saying. she's nuts. She's, okay, yeah. I mean, so they <laughs> uh, uh, another thing that they're doing is that they kind of are primed for Scary Island Part 2, mm-hmm. which that's never going to happen mm-hmm. again. Um, but they are like Dorinda slowly, like once – Dorinda watches Scary Island which is very <laughs> shocking to watch Dorinda like open up peacock and I know watch. I was like is that
1: real did they like it looked almost like superimposed on the iPad.
2: Yeah, did, I did. I mean, I but she, I assume she watched it. Like she had I was like, did
1: it. she get a VPN to watch it in a different territory? Yeah. Or did they download it on an iPad oh, for that? her?
2: And also like the episode, if I remember correctly, is like broken up among two episodes. So did yeah. she watch, watch like <laughs> a compilation? You know what I mean? And I was like, like,
1: as someone who has tried to watch Bravo Abroad, it's not that easy. Right.
2: Yeah. So um, <laughs> and, and then Dorinda starts to say, like, I think we're bordering on a Kelly, you know, Scary Island, but it's like Kelly's not even coming close to whatever she was doing on scary right. island she's just she's just confusing and really hard to understand and she says the wrong word like when she says you're being a host she doesn't mean host she right. means you're like what like you're you you're prying you're like yeah. you're asking questions like she's not just I, I guess articulating herself well
1: yeah uh yeah she goes like you think you're Andy Cohen and you're not which Andy Cohen shared to his story that meme oh he
2: did yes wow that's fun <laughs> um do you like do you do, do you like the um, – on UGT, do you like now that it is, um, like, fourth wall break fights are now the point of them? Like, I feel like the fourth wall got broken on UGT1 once they started talking about, like, cameos and stuff. Right, and then now say. it is, like – it is. They are meta commentaries on yeah. the shows. Like, now all all of the conflict is about yeah. how many seasons somebody was on, right. how long they haven't been on the show, who yeah. was fired or paused. Like, yeah. there's no – actual conflict from just, well, I guess Kristen and Kelly aren't getting along, but they're mostly fighting about like the show. Do you like the fourth wall
1: break? I mean, I kind of feel like you have to because like, it's such an unnatural situation that it's like, to suspend disbelief that far is too much. Yeah. And I do like the talk about when they were talking about their cameos and how they're like, you can make like 20 grand a week. And like Sonia's like, use this filter. And Luann's like, Ooh, yeah, show me. And then, uh, they're like, people love when they get cameos when the other cast are in the background. Like, I think that stuff is fun. Uh,
2: Yeah, I do too. I was just wondering if it's like, if, if that was on like the main franchises, if we'd start to get like, if it would like affect things, like we'd start to get either, Board by or whatever, but specifically because it's this cast, I did yeah. love getting all that behind the yeah. scenes talk. I love how like Ramona had no grasp of when Kristen Tateman was on the show. Like <laughs> that Dorinda and Kristen had ever had a season together, that right. kind of stuff. And I also like knowing that like this is not fourth wall, but I like when like learning that Sonia doesn't really hang out with anyone when they're not filming. Like she Yeah, is, she like, like
1: never texts anyone back.
2: And like Ramona feels like Sonya doesn't like her as a friend as much as Ramona cares about her. Right. Like that kind of stuff was fun just because we know these cast members so well. So to get yeah. a peek behind the curtain there was interesting.
1: Totally. Um I did love that uh I mean, I'm glad they pointed it out. Uh they're always going to point out any connection, so I shouldn't be surprised. But when Kelly gave out those goodie bags, um I was like, she literally sobbed when uh, Bethany gave out goodie bags on yes. Scary Island.
2: <laughs> I, I know. I thought that... I was like, what are you what are you thinking doing this? You're doing exactly what made you have nightmares. Like, she and, was
1: like, this is so weird. It's so creepy.
2: Yeah. Um, and I loved when Luann said, hey, we're not doing gifting right now. We're going to eat uh, eggs a la Francais. Luann
1: is like the alpha yeah. of this whole trip. Like, she's very comfortable there. She speaks French. Yeah. She's been there a million times outside of that last trip. but yeah. And she knows, obviously... Like, she goes way back with Sonia and Ramona, so she can be like, bitches, hurry up, we're going, you know?
2: Luann has had, like, I think I've said this so often, but Luann had, had, like, the Ebenezer Scrooge arc over (laughs) all 13 years on the show. She went from someone who was, like, almost unbearably, like, insufferable and patronizing, rude, talking about class and money telling drivers to call her by her, you know, by a (laughs) a countess or whatever. And now she's like the most like humble, sweet. I mean, for the most part, seems like she just had this full character shift where she seems like the coolest person to like party with, hang out with.
1: Yeah. That's the thing that's so interesting about watching the old seasons now, seeing how much they've changed. Luann obviously was so like up her own ass of like being proper and like, oh, darling, I would never say that or whatever. But – it's implied so early on that like she was like horny and like fucking other guys like while she was married and like just after her divorce or like during her yeah. divorce. And I'm like, she's been like this the whole time. And Sonia's always been horny, but right. now she's like fully like Jerry Blank. Like every time she moves, they blur her crotch and oh, yeah. like her tits. Would you say Jerry Blank? Jerry Blank. Who's that? Um, Strangers with Candy.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> she's just you... like
1: a like nasty horn dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't
2: know that. Like, I've never seen that. She's just,
1: because Sonia also on her... She, I think her first appearance I watched last night is season three, episode seven. Mm-hmm. It takes a while for her to come through, but she's so poised, but still horny.
2: Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't fully giving her, her full self. <laughs> she's
1: just sloppy now, but in the best way. Like every time they blur any yeah. part of her body, it makes me laugh so much.
2: Sonia is, <laughs> I, I like all four of them, like where you could just watch a- every minute of them. And like even Sonia um, getting her makeup done in her room alone, she'll probably be funnier than... Um, so many other cast members like she's just like everything she says is funny yeah
1: like she's one of the one of the goats um but yeah i mean i i think it's been fun i'm curious to see where it will go it's not very long like they're already halfway through
2: yeah i mean do you think it do uh, are ugt's just sort of like burn through like did they drop three episodes like do they think the quality of the first wasn't, like, good enough? So they wanted to give us, like, a full two-hour experience? Yeah, not, I mean maybe.
1: I don't think people even know. Like, when I've been talking to friends, like, no one even realized that it came out. That's not good. And I, I mean, feel like the only reason we do is because we have to pay attention.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think a little bit of, like, the, the sadness watching this is that, like, I also wanted this to, like, blow the water out of the new Roni class and for <laughs> Andy Cohen to be, like, oh, my God. Like... We lost so much talent, but I just like, I don't think that's going to happen. I think the limits of this type of format is it's, um, it's, it's hindering how powerful this could actually be, Mm -hmm. you know, if they were all back. So I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's going to be any lessons learned
1: from this. I know I was, when I went back to watch season three on Peacock, um, it just hurt my soul to know that I was going to watch the OG cast on like one of the best seasons of all time. And the thumbnail was the new generation. Right. I was like, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I was like, it should be a different thumbnail. Yeah, no,
2: <laughs> it, 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 it should, it should shift back and forth. It should sh- do like a slow cross dissolve or whatever from the old. They to the should new. just like
1: cut it into a new, like it's like seasons one through whatever it is, 13. Yeah. And then, or 12.
2: Uh it, uh, it was 13 seasons of them before okay. it got canceled.
1: Yeah, and then 14 and on can be a different thumbnail. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think they should all be up on top in the clouds looking over the new Roni <laughs> cast disapprovingly with their arms crossed.
1: Yeah, it'd be like that. Remember that Lady Gaga video where uh, I think it's Venus where Andy Cohen is like God and all the housewives are like in the sky?
2: I don't recall that. Oh my God,
1: I have to show you. What is it? Uh. Lady Gaga did a video that Lisa Vanderpump is in
2: it. Um, Wait, Lady Gaga did a video where Andy Cohen is Venus God, and, and there's a bunch of housewives in it. Yeah, whoa! I'll show you right after. Okay, wow. All right. <laughs> well, it's in this episode, so we can talk about that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's too it's there's too much to go through in these three episodes. But I, I think next time we talk about UGT, we can keep talking about the highlights or whatever. But this is more general discussion about how we feel. So we both think this is good, right? Yeah, it's um, good.
1: Yeah. I just saw in my notes uh, Dolly Madison. Oh yeah! I just really quickly wanted to say how funny it was that Sonia called Ashley Madison Dolly Madison. Yeah, I like that I too. Was like her head is in like uh, the eighteen hundreds society. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, what is Dolly Madison?
1: It's uh, she was the first lady.
2: Oh. oh okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, oh. Wow. I should know that. Okay. So that's why she was thinking. About. Oh, because she's so J. P. Morgan pilled, right? That. Oh my God. That's why she said Dolly Madison. Oh, okay. I also, really.
1: Um, Jimmy told me to tell you this. Um, okay. Oh, he's, you know, such a trivia buff. He said that JP Morgan's, I might be getting this wrong, JP Morgan's uncle wrote Jingle Bells.
2: JP Morgan's <laughs> uncle wrote Jingle Bells? That's right.
1: I don't know one more thing about it, but. Go that's ahead amazing. and tell everyone.
2: I'm gonna look that up. I mean, I think that's a good. Are we are, are we ending? Did we do good with UGT?
1: I think so. I mean, I mean,
2: are there any like any, like moments that we? Well, I guess we didn't talk about any specific moments, but I think um, you know, I don't know. This is a general discussion. I and you know, we'll talk about powerful moments next time we talk about UGT, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think basically, you know. It's fun to watch, but it definitely is a step down from the core, you know, original. Yes. But.
2: Yeah. And I mean, it, it. when you're talking about watching Scary Island again, like I have not rewatched Roni. I've seen it all the way through maybe twice, but it's okay. been three years. And so I think I'm just going to do what you do and for pleasure just watch Roni season, like I, I'm on season three on a, on a current rewatch, but it's nice. taking a long time. I'm just going to rip through cause I want to get to the Bethany Carroll Tinsley era, oh, yeah. like the, that wonderful era. But anyway, this, yeah, this is good, but it makes me, I think my final thoughts are, this is very good, but it makes me sad about the external Bravo <laughs> shit that led us here. That makes me sad. And I don't know if it makes me sad for this cast that they are sort of like you said, in per- Bravo Purgatory, <laughs> where they're being held on with this Bravo, you know, like you get the whole Bravo universe. You just have to be on these like spinoffs or whatever, and you can't do anything else because you want to maintain a good relationship in case Bravo will ever have you back.
1: Right. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I feel like they're happy to
2: do any of it. Yeah, but I, I got the sense that on this this show, they are a little, they feel a little spurned
1: yeah i mean i can't stop thinking about that andy was truly quoted sometime in the past 10 years saying if we ever start doing all stars you'll know we're dead in the water he said that yeah like
2: and and has anybody brought that back to his attention i
1: don't i haven't i don't think i've heard anyone say it to his face but i've heard it mentioned but i think he says it like in one of his books
2: wow um well maybe we'll be the first podcast to ever do that
1: (laughs) That would be way too scary.
2: I would never do that. That'd be awful. Start off alone. <laughs> he wrong would foot. fucking kill us. He'd be so mean to us. Um, <laughs> so well, let's let's wrap up this joyful uh, Mary episode. Okay. Uh, yeah,
1: we will circle back with you guys for the winter house finale and reunion. That'll be separate. Um, and then since you're getting two episodes this week, we will be taking next week off to restore our turtle batteries over the Christmas holiday.
2: Yes, I, please. Yeah, we're gonna take we're gonna please. please we're gonna take Christmas week off. We're gonna give you two episodes this week, which is you know that's a lot. Yeah, and then, if you
1: want to listen to one next week to pretend it's a normal week, then you can do that. But that's up to you.
2: Yeah, however you want to divide <laughs> you know the content, you can do whatever you want. You could save this episode for Christmas Day. I mean, you probably already didn't if you listen, but next episode, save that.
1: Yeah, just. And if you really need more because you're off of work or school or whatever, we have one Patreon on Christmas Day and one on New Year's Day. They're good ones. Sneak peek. Christmas Day covers Miami Girl. Miami Girl.
2: Amy and I watched Miami Girl, the Miami Girl episode with new context. Yes. With the whole knowing that this actually happened and that Tom Sandoval actually did make love to Miami Girl. (laughs) We watched that and it's coming out on Christmas morning. That's right. Okay. Well, I'm going to listen to Jingle Bells and think about (laughs) J.P. Morgan's uncle writing it. We're also going to create that meme of Bill Hader dancing. And it says, (laughs) Olivia Flowers, when she finds out Priscilla got nominated for Best Picture. And then we're going to do other stuff.
1: All kinds of things.
2: All kinds of things once we wrap up this conversation. But if this is the last episode you listen to, you know, before the holidays, it might might not be. But we just want to say, I think we should really say that the best Christmas gift that Amy and I have could ever receive is you all listening to us and being a part of the Turtle Time community. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. It is. Right? We love it. Yes, we love it, and we love you. So have a wonderful holiday season. Don't get hurt or do anything <laughs> bad or weird. Just have fun with your family and friends if you have any. And listen. <laughs> <laughs> took a turn. <laughs> okay. and we love you so much. Just go to sleep. Good night. <laughs> Good night.
1: This one's for you tonight.